0: Hey guys, I'm Jacqueline Smith, and this is I Was Told, Jack, the podcast. Let's face it, womanhood, relationships, motherhood, health, it's all messy, confusing, and no one gave us the full disclaimer for any of it. I'm a mom of twin boys, and I don't know what I'm doing, but like you, I'm figuring it out every day, unpacking all of these impossible standards and misconceptions with you. So, thanks for being here. Was told divorce is quick and easy. This is an incredibly raw topic for me as I'm currently in the middle of a divorce. And while I can't really get into my situation for obvious reasons, I wouldn't, even if I could, out of respect for my family and the father of my children. But also there's no juicy bits to divulge. There's not anything dramatic or earth-shattering that happened. It's just sad. And everyone involved is sad. And I'll leave it at that. Full disclaimer, this is not an episode about if you should get a divorce. That's not a choice that I can help you with. Also, none of this is legal advice. Not one bit. It is solely how to get you through a separation or divorce advice. I am not a lawyer. I do not play what on the internet. I have no business telling you what to do with your official legal lives. So let's just get that out of the way before we even dive into this. Relationships are layered and complicated. There are many threads that tie people together, whether it's financial obligations, a long history, children, etc. And we are no one to judge the relationships of others, especially marriages. And no one has a right to judge your marriage. For my girls that are not yet married but in serious relationships, the one thing I would say is that I believe your best shot at having a marriage that survives is that you've got to do the hard work on yourself and know yourself first before you enter into a marriage with somebody else. And you have to do the hard work on your relationship before you marry somebody. Don't think it'll happen afterward because it's a lot harder to get the train rolling at that point. There is also so much pressure to get married one time and stay married unless your partner is beating you and not splitting up for anything less. Just suck it up. No one is happy all the time, right? Well, I call bullshit. I would be so bold as to say that I know a lot of overall unhappy marriages and even more unhappy long-term relationships. So if that's the standards... I'll make my own rules, thanks. Even if it's harder and I'm not going to lie to you, it's much, much harder. If you find yourself in a situation where there is an infidelity and it still breaks your heart constantly, long after the fact. If you feel like you're drowning with a partner who struggles with addiction, gambling, alcoholism, etc., if you hate going to bed at night because you know tomorrow will come if you close your eyes, you deserve to take a good, hard look at your marriage and contemplate if it's fueling you or killing you. And I'm not being dramatic. While I'm the first to admit that any of these struggles I've just listed can be overcome with a hell of a lot of work, if you feel like you've already done everything you can for your marriage and you don't know what else you can possibly do and the people in your innermost circle don't know what else you could do sit up and take notice of that also and this is the last thing i'm going to say about relationships in general please know that if you are in an abusive situation of any kind that is more than a valid reason to leave period immediately right the second I don't care what ties you. I don't care how complicated it is. I don't care how it doesn't happen as much as it used to, or I wouldn't understand, or every excuse, every reason, quote unquote, it is negated when it boils down to your or your children's safety. Full fucking stop. I just needed to say that. There are more important things than vows, and your babies are one of them. It's not a popular thought, but it's true. So divorce is not like it is on TVs or in movies. You don't just say you're done, pack a bag, send someone else to collect your things, sign some papers, a lawyer in an office immediately whips up, and then move on with your life. It takes a while, is usually expensive, and has many ripple effects. Once the ball gets rolling, it will get worse before it gets better, mostly because lawyers start throwing around terms like defendant, full custody, supervised visitation, child support, and alimony. These words are scary, and a narrative that didn't even exist in your divorce during the actual splitting up can suddenly become the hub of the entire conflict. Also worth noting, every state is a little different. Some states are no fault, some states have common law. Know how your state works before you even get started, especially if you're in a same-sex marriage. Per usual, the courts are the last to understand or be prepared for your situation. Okay, so now how to get through it. Get a lawyer and or mediator, write everything down, and find a safe place or support system to help you through this. Way too often, we hear from our friends, Well, we're just trying to keep things civil. I'm not trying to keep score or make this nasty, etc., etc. That's not what keeping records of what is going on is all about. Again, it's going to get worse before it gets better. You don't want it to be a they said, you said situation. You have to gently keep in mind that it's not just your ex involved here. You've got angry, hurt, indignant grandparents, lawyers who just want to win and move on, mediators who might not be stellar at their job, muddying the waters of what is already a very emotionally charged situation. You are now dealing not just with your ex, but your ex's entire support system. And they will come out of the woodwork to quote unquote support and weigh in and watch now that the whole house is burning down. There will be a lot of whispers in the ear of someone who used to be your best friend, so don't be surprised if they get them upset. And sometimes you end up dealing with the worst version of your partner. You will probably also take your turn of being the worst version of yourself as well. You can keep tabs on what's going on and never use it if you don't want or need to, but at least you then have a timeline and your account of events. You may think your records won't mean a thing, but just the fact that you took the time to write them down actually does hold water, or could even help just jogging your ex's memory if they can't remember the last time they sent money or the last overnight they had, etc. It's just a sound idea, the same way that keeping track of your money or your period is a sound idea. It just keeps you prepared. All that being said, Take the high road every single time. I mean it. It's the hardest part of all of this because everyone is a raw nerve. And more often than not, even with the best of intentions, you're getting hurt either directly or indirectly daily. But don't do anything that sounds crazy, especially if it sounds real crazy out of context. For example... I burned all his clothes on the front lawn because he cheated on me. May sound justified to you, but in reality, you set a man's clothes on fire while your neighbors watched. That constitutes crazy. That's not the high road. In my brief time as a paralegal, I've seen a lot of conduct that I personally wouldn't want to have to explain to my kids. We all have that, aunt whose divorced girlfriend drained the bank account bought new booze and totaled her ex's car we all have that friend whose parents both tried to pit her against the other parent both pumped her for info on the other and constantly made her feel like she had to choose between them We all watch that messed up couple spit back and forth at each other on Facebook. And then joy of joys, they start dating other people. And then you have four people spitting back and forth at each other on the internet. Next thing you know, we're all watching the metaphorical dumpster fire erupt on one of the most public and visited forums on the internet. Don't be that asshat. You have to co-parent with this human no matter how awful you think that they are. Now, this next segment is mostly about um, co-parenting and it's mostly for women who are have children with someone that they're currently separated from. However, even if you don't have kids with a person that you are separated or divorcing, these rules still apply as to how to keep the most dignity and the largest portion of your integrity intact while going through this process. Keep in mind, in most states, a divorce is a fresh start for your ex to start showing up if they weren't before, or clean up their act. They will most likely be given chances to prove themselves, and you don't get a say in that. Now, obviously, abuse or other super serious allegations are the exception to this, but even disappointing parents, to put it gently, get a do-over in most cases. For example, if your ex has no idea who your child's pediatrician is, has never been to an appointment, etc., and through your negotiations, your ex suddenly decides that they want to come to every doctor appointment with you. Even if all they're going to do is argue with you the entire time, in most cases, the court will grant the request and make it a court order if necessary. Now, I don't say this to scare you or make you feel like all your blood, sweat, and tears that you put into your babies won't count for anything when you go through this. It will. But I say this to drive home the point about keeping your cool. Calm outside of the courtroom can make negotiations easier if your ex is less motivated to try and, quote unquote, stick it to you. Now, I understand a lot of you are. (laughs) saying to yourselves you have no idea what I'm putting up with you have no idea what he's doing blah 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 I get that I promise that I do however at the end of the day you can only handle yourself and if you're handling yourself the right way with all of the grace and dignity that you have been given you will come out ahead in the end 99.99 times out of 100 that's the case Okay. You don't have to stoop to anybody's level, no matter what game they're playing. That's, that's life. That's not just this particular horrific season. So this brings me to how to conduct yourself. If someone you love is going through a divorce, if it's a day that we hate Frank then go ahead and hate Frank with her. But if tomorrow we feel badly for Hank, Your friend gets to feel badly for Frank because here's the God's honest truth. She has to deal with this for the rest of her life. You don't. I understand that you can hurt for your friend or your sibling or your mother or your cousin, but I don't care if it's your sibling. You only have to deal with Frank maybe at birthday parties and Christmas. Your sibling has to deal with them constantly. You don't get to judge and you don't get to say things like, remember all the shitty things Frank did? Remember we hate him? Because as much as we want to protect our loved ones, we do not live with their consequences. We just don't. What will end up happening is you'll ostracize yourself from that loved one and they'll stop telling you the whole truth and they simply won't want your judgment. My rule of thumb personally with the people in my life is that I get to speak my truth Once, as eloquently and honestly as possible, and then I'm done. That's all I get. Trust me, the person that you love will remember that you said that you think Frank isn't good enough for them. You don't need to say it every time she calls you. If you're going through a divorce currently, remember that this is something that is happening in your life. It's not your whole life. It's not who you are or part of your identity. Don't hold on to it like that. Let it be a chapter. Don't allow yourself to take a grief vacation. Let me explain this a little bit more. Spending a little time feeling sorry for yourself, wallowing in your tragedy is okay. If it's a few days or you may have to take a bunch of mini wallows if you have kids so put them to sleep turn off the everything is gonna be okay mommy and let yourself surrender to the this is a fucking shit show but don't stay there too long that's not working through your feelings that's not healing it's not going to get you to the other side of this it's staring at the wound which you are totally allowed to do but you can't do that forever don't expect your soul or spirit to suddenly know when you're ready to stop grieving do things that help it along. It's okay to do that. We put a little too much stock in our suffering sometimes, but we see this time and time again, the body, mind and spirit cannot continuously sustain any one emotion for very long. Don't fight the natural changing of the seasons. Some of the ways that I've gotten through my divorce are find new goals, find new dreams and focus on them all the time. You are forged in fire, my love, and guess what? This is the fire. People will tell you to just focus on one breath at a time. I'd save that technique for panic attacks, but in any other scenario, it's thinking too small. When grief comes swelling up, I give you permission to get mad. If you know me in real life, I am not as evolved as I would like to be. And sometimes I just need to say to a trusted tribe human, of course, all of the things that I am thinking and feeling with all of the venom and pain I am feeling them in, and then I move on. But here's a pro tip for you. Understand that not every friend will be able to help you in this area. And if you pick the same friend to vent to, every single time the feeling comes up, they might get burnt out pretty quickly. Separation and divorce is a roller coaster that can leave you feeling up and down Many, many times each day, especially when you're in the thick of it, no matter how much you know it's the right decision, pick a few people to confide in. Some final thoughts and suggestions. You're going to second guess yourself. That's normal. You do you, love, but my strong suggestion would be not to date until you're positive. You're so past the situation that you wouldn't even be tempted to bring up the topic of your ex or your divorce, even if someone took you on a several-hour date. You don't want to bring other people into your mess or use other people to pull yourself forward. Usually, you'll know you're ready far after the ink has dried, and when not one ounce of you is dating simply to convince yourself that you are, in fact, over his or her ass. I don't think I'll be ready to date until I'm geriatric. I mean, maybe. Unless Chris Evans wants a shot at all of this, then I think I can muster up the ability to try. (laughs) But, um, sorry. In all seriousness, everything will be okay in the end. I promise. Everything will be okay in the end. I promise. Everything will be okay in the end. I promise. I'm saying it to you now because I mean it and you may well need to say it to yourself 10,000 times before this whole thing is said and done but that is okay because everything will be okay in the end. I also have a list of my favorite feel good let's go out and kick some ass books that I listed in episode two. I was told my body would snap back. You can go check those out. Or go to the website and check those out because there's no time like the present to start trying to build a better you to go along with this new chapter of your life, mama. I hope that this episode was helpful if you're either in the thick of it or someone you love is in the thick of it. It will feel like nothing is happening for ages and then all of a sudden it's over or there's some major development and then it'll feel like nothing's happening again. But once it's all over, you get the choose your own adventure portion of your life back. Divorce is a tragedy. I know it's felt that way to me, but if you can take the lemons life gives you, pick them up, and chuck them at the obstacles in front of you, you will feel better, and you might even knock one of those suckers over. Love yourself, love your tribe, and do me a favor and share this with anyone that you think needs to hear it today. You know where to find me. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Until next week.